Welcome back to the Hoover Girls podcast, or welcome if you're new. It's Maddie on the mic today. Um, I just thought I'd pop in and give you guys a little bit of an extra episode this week, or a later episode, however you want to view it. Um, Lily and I decided that we're going to be uploading every other Monday. Every Monday was just a lot. Um, I am a full-time college student. She's a high school student. We have a time change in between us. We also have about a thousand miles in between us and it just got to be a lot. It got to be stressful and it's not something that I want to feel like I have to do. Like I don't want to sit down on a Sunday night and be like, I have to record this podcast. It's something that I want to sit down and do when I'm feeling inspired. And so because of that, we just thought that we were going to do every other Monday. So I hope you guys are okay with that. Every once in a while, we'll pop in and do an extra episode, um, maybe on a Wednesday or a Friday of a week. So just stay tuned for that. But for the most part, we're going to be doing every other Monday starting this week. So like I said, this is just a little bit of an extra episode. Today is the first day of October, um, which I'm stoked for. I live in Denver and so it's about 50 degrees and raining. And I woke up this morning and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for fall. Like I get to wear sweaters and jeans and booties and whatever. And I walked outside and it's pouring down rain. And I was like, ah, that's less than ideal. But it got me in the mood to do a fall-inspired podcast. So this podcast is just going to kind of be how to find hygge in terms of seasons. So I know that for some people, um, they like cold weather more than others. For other people, depending on where you live, you might not have four seasons. I am originally from South Carolina. That's where my family lives. And we kind of have four seasons, but not really. We've gotten a snowfall once in the, I think, nine years that I've lived there. And our fall is very humid. It, we can have 90 degree days, we can have 60 degree days, but it doesn't really get below that. So to pull out Uggs in a sweater is just less than ideal. And then here in Denver, it's kind of weird. The weather fluctuates. So we'll have um, 90 degree days, like two days ago is 90 and today it's 50 and like super cold. We had snow last October, October 13th. Um, it snowed like downpoured snow. There was probably about six inches of snow on the ground, which came in shock for me because I was a freshman in college at the time and I had just moved here from South Carolina. So regardless of where you live, this is just kind of um, some fall inspired ways to find hygge in your life. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Okay, I just kind of wanted to start by talking about hygge in terms of fall. So for me, I personally find hygge the most during the fall months. And obviously that's going to differ for everybody. Um, some people are going to find it in the summer. Some people are going to find it in the spring. Some people are going to find it in the winter. Like I know that my family, probably everyone finds hygge the most in the winter because it's when we're all together. It's when you have the most holidays. Um, at least in my family, we celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so... That's a very like family-oriented time of year, but then we also get to ski and we get to be up in the mountains, so I know that they find hygge in the winter a lot. But for me, I personally find hygge in the fall months, and let me tell you why. So everyone thinks of spring as the season for regrowth and rebirth, and you think of all the like flowers blooming and you think of all the birds chirping and you hear the terms like spring cleaning and you're trying to get your life in order you're trying to get ready for summer yeah that's great like but you have to think of it in a way as the reason that spring happens is because of fall like there's regrowth and rebirth because everything else like kind of dissipated in the fall all the leaves fall off the trees and it's just kind of like a weird time of year because it's colorful, but not in the way that spring is. So it's a lot of yellows and reds and oranges and browns and 
I don't know. It's just a very different feeling. And for me, I like to translate that into my life. I sometimes use fall as an opportunity to take a step back and look at my life and look at what maybe needs to, quote, like fall off my tree this year. So I really like to look at it as like, what is bringing me joy? What is bringing me huga? What is making me happy? And what is not? And the things that aren't, I feel like fall is a very good opportunity to kind of push those things out of your life. So we're kind of inching closer to New Year's, which is crazy to say. I can't believe I'm saying that. And while it's still three months away, I've always been told that your New Year's resolutions start before New Year's Eve. My mom's always told me that it takes 21 days to make a habit. And um, she's been telling me that since I was like probably five years old. Like I'm always like, yeah, I get it, mom, like whatever. Takes 21 days to make a habit, like leave me alone. Well, the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that that's true. And the longer you do a habit, um, the longer you're in a routine, whatever, the less you think about it as something that you have to do. So for example, um, if you want to set a goal and work out five times a week or three times a week or two times a week, do it for 21 days. If you hate it at the end of the 21 days, like stop doing it. But chances are you're not even going to notice that you're still doing it. It's just going to fall into your routine because after 21 days, like that's three weeks. After 21 days, you're like set, like you know what you're doing and you're just going to continue doing it. So I kind of use fall as like that, but on steroids. So you're very, very close to New Year's. You're very close to whatever goal that you're trying to set. Take now to start to implement things into your life that can help you achieve that goal. So people always give the vague New Year's Eve goal is like, I want to be happier. I want to be happier in 2020, 2020, whatever. Or I want to be more fit. I want to get a six pack. I want to have clear skin. I want to get all A's. I want to have a boyfriend. I want to have a girlfriend. Like instead of focusing on a simple put goal, think about the root of those goals. So think, why do I want to be fit? Am I Am I not confident in myself right now? Do I think that by maintaining a certain body image, I'm going to be more confident? Why do I want to have a boyfriend? Do I want someone to be dependent on? Am I not independent enough? Instead of focusing on the more materialistic goals, focus on the internal goals. So like I said, like if you think you're not confident enough, maybe your goal should be to be more confident. And you can do that in a lot of ways. You can switch up your style. You can work out more. You can hang out with people who make you feel better about yourselves. Like sometimes you don't even realize that the people that you're hanging out with or around constantly are bringing you down and it's bringing down your confidence level. Like think about the root of the goals. So this is basically all a long roundabout way of saying use fall as the time to prepare for the quote new you in the new year. So I, without a doubt, know we'll probably do an episode about New Year, New You, because that's a very trendy topic, and a lot of people are either so for it, they're so like, hell yes, I'm going to get this done, or they're like, I don't need a simple date to tell me, like, to get my shit together, you know? We'll take autumn. Fall is the perfect time. There's not a set date where you're like, turns January 1st, I'm done. It's a new me, new year, new me. Like, no, make it a gradual adjustment. Think about the things in your life that bring you hygge and do more of those things. And the things that don't bring you that happiness, that sense of comfort, that sense of well-being, try to implement ways to get them out of your life. So obviously, like, it varies for everybody. And some people are in toxic friendships, they're in toxic relationships, they have bad habits, they have a lot of stuff going on in their life. You obviously just can't 
just like cut someone out of your life. So say, oh my gosh, I don't like the way this person's treating me. Like you can't just be like, oh my God, bye. Like they're not going to react very well to that. And it's probably just going to end up bringing you more stress in the end. But maybe just gradually start distancing yourself from that person. Stop doing everything with them. Or instead of going to lunch with them all the time, maybe grab lunch once a week. Or if they say, hey, can you do this? Like that's very time consuming. Be like, no, I'm busy, but like I can grab coffee. Or if you want to spend a ton of time with them and like kind of see and see how it goes, like do that, but do what's going to make you happy. Don't make it a drastic decision. The same thing goes for eating habits. Don't be like, okay, I'm going to do a paleo diet or a keto diet or whatever. You need to start implementing healthy lifestyles into your life based on your body. So start thinking about what makes you feel good. So what I did for a little bit was I did a food diary, but which sounds so dumb. And sometimes I look back on it and I'm like, I would never do that again. It was so much work, but it was so helpful to me because I would always feel bloated or nauseous or gross after eating certain foods. And I'd be like, ah, it's just like, I'm eating bad food, whatever. But then I started realizing it with other things. Like I would have oat milk lattes all the time and I could never figure out why my stomach hurt so bad. And I was like, oh, it must be the sugar. Like I'm putting vanilla syrup in it. Well, no, turns out I have an intolerance to oats. Like you would never know unless you start to dig deeper and think about why you're feeling the way you're feeling. The same thing goes for friendships. The same thing goes for work or whatever. Just use this time to figure out you. Use this time to figure out what you want out of your life. And you don't have to have a set answer. Like I hate the question, what do you want to do with your life? I'm like, I don't know. I'm 19 years old. I'm not supposed to know what I'm supposed to do with my life. I don't think anyone's supposed to know what they're supposed to do with their life. Because kind of like I said last week with Sophia, um, I don't think that anyone has one set passion. So you're supposed to try out new things. You're supposed to go do new things. You're supposed to be around different people. Like there is not an equation to life. There's just not. If there was, believe me when I say I would be the first person to jump on that bandwagon, but there's not. Just like there's not a set diet that works for anyone. Like the people who say, oh my gosh, you're going to lose 20 pounds if you drink this tea or don't eat this or do whatever. No, we're all built differently. We all have different body types. We all consume food in different ways. Like there's not one diet that works for everybody. There's not one life that works for everybody. And that's kind of the cool thing. Okay, moving off of that topic because you're probably like, Maddie, we get it. Like be yourself, do what makes you happy. How do I do that? Well... Like I said, not one equation. There's not one set answer on how you achieve huga. As much as I'd love to tell you guys in this podcast, have one episode, boom, that's huga, you're done. Um, there's not. So for me, like I said, fall time is a very important time of year, and I feel huga the most. I was trying to dig a little bit deeper and figure out why I feel huga the mo- most during the fall. Moose. Wow, I really can't speak today. <laughs> um, I think I feel huga the most because of the weather outside. I think I feel it because I'm with my family and friends more so than any other time of year. I think I feel it because it's a change and you have the breaks. You have Thanksgiving break, you transition and you go into winter break in the winter. You're just starting to really get into classes if you're a high school or college age student. Um, You might be starting to pick back up at work, but you can see a break in the foreseeable future. So I just had a couple of things that I wanted to share with you guys because I, before doing this podcast, Googled, is it possible to restart your life? Which obviously, no, you can't restart your life. It's not like a computer where you can reboot it and restart it and then everything's cleared away and whatever. 
But there are little ways that you can slightly alter your life. And I feel like fall is just a really great way to do it. So the first thing that I wrote down was to learn a new skill. So there are a ton of ways of doing this. And obviously, like, I'm sure a ton of people are going to be like, I don't have time to learn a new skill. Like, I have so much going on in my life right now. I just simply don't have time. Well, if it's important to you, make time for it. And it's as simple as that. Um, If you want to learn a new skill by taking an extra class at school, that maybe doesn't go into your major credits. Or if you want to do an online program called Skillshare, or if you literally just are like, hey, photography looks cool. I'm going to go start taking pictures with my iPhone. Like, I feel like there's a lot of limitations sometimes that we put on ourselves where we're like, oh, I really want to do photography and like fall is the best time to do it because of all the leaves changing and everything. But I don't have a DSLR camera. I can't do it. Yeah, you can. You can go up to the mountains on your phone. You can go up, literally, you can go and take pictures on a disposable. Polaroid pictures are really in right now. Like you can go and do that. You can find a way if you want to find a way. So my second thing that I was going to say is health and fitness and food. Don't put unrealistic expectations on yourself. It's the fall. You're going to want to eat a pumpkin spice cake. You're going to want to eat pumpkin pie. You're probably going to indulge in way too much turkey and stuffing at Thanksgiving. It's going to happen. So like I said earlier, do what's best for you. If you know that working out three times a week makes you feel better, go work out three times a week. If you can only get to a workout class twice in one week, don't beat yourself up about it. It's a busy time. You're working on yourself. And the same thing goes for food. Like if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to eat gluten. I'm not going to eat dairy. I am going to cut out um, processed sugars from my diet and only like pure sugars like in fruit and stuff. And then Thanksgiving rolls around and there's a pumpkin pie that has dairy, gluten, sugar all in it. But if you really want that slice of pumpkin pie, eat that slice of pumpkin pie. Like it's all about balance. And so that's what I mean when I say focus on your health and I don't mean it in a sense of like, oh my gosh, by the end of this, you should have a six pack or whatever. Like just focus on your health and well-being. So do what makes you feel good. Do what makes you mentally feel the best, physically feel the best. And if you slip up, don't beat yourself out about it. So on one of the articles I was reading to come up with tips and tricks, because I like to use some of my own, but I also like to get some, one of them said to fall in love. And I had a hard time with this at first because for so long, especially being a teenage girl, I mean, I'm almost out of my teens, which is insane, but I've been a teen for about as long as you can be a teen. (laughs) And there's such an overwhelming pressure to fall in love, to find the love of your life, to have a boyfriend, to have a girlfriend, um, whatever. And so I read this tip at first and I was like, I don't agree with that. I don't think that autumn is the time that you should do that. I don't think there's a specific time like that you should do that. Everyone's life clock is different, whatever. But then I started to think about it and I was like, maybe they're not saying fall in love with another person. Maybe they're saying fall in love with yourself, fall in love with um, a specific activity, fall in love with that new skill that we just talked about you learning. Like there are so many ways to fall in love without the stereotypical, oh my gosh, this is my boyfriend. I love him so much. So take autumn to fall in love. Take autumn to be appreciative of things that you usually wouldn't be appreciative in your life, of the family and friends that you love and sometimes take for granted. Or like, for example, I live so close to the mountains and sometimes I forget that I live so close to the mountains. And I went up to the mountains this past weekend and I was like, oh my gosh, I love the mountains. I love the crisp fall air. I love hiking. I love being outdoors. 
I forgot that I fell in love with the outdoors until this weekend because sometimes it's so easy to get caught up in your everyday life and I don't know, just take fall to think about those things. Think about the things that bring you huga and make you happy. So the next tip was kind of a funny one also. It said, get out of debt. And I was like, girl, I'm sure if anyone wanted to and they just could, they'd do it. But it's not that simple. (laughs) Also, I'm 19 years old. I am in an accounting class. I manage my own money, but I'm not the person who's going to be talking to you guys about finances or like money. It's just not me. Like I'm not the resource you should go to. There are definitely so many podcasts out there, but I am not one of them. (laughs) But I did want to talk about kind of saving and um, doing things in reusable ways. So I think something cool about fall is there's kind of like a rustic vibe to it. So people put flowers in mason jars or they wear um, flannels with like tattered, like tear jeans. You can find such cute stuff for fall in thrift stores, in places like TJ Maxx and Marshalls, or reusing mason jars that you've had in your basement for like three years. Like there are so many ways to be um, eco-friendly and also save a little bit of money, especially in the fall time, because it's not so prim and proper. Like I feel like spring is very like, I don't know, like everything needs to have a place, like everything um, serves a purpose. Like I said, spring cleaning. But I feel like fall is just kind of that time where you can take a more natural approach to life and save a little bit of money. So just kind of start thinking about that. Um, also because, you know, the holidays are coming up, so you're going to want to gonna wanna spend some money on your friends and family. Okay, so my final tip, and while I realize this is a super short podcast, I apologize, guys. Um, I just wanted to pop on and give you guys a couple of quick little tips and hopefully get you inspired for fall. But this kind of goes back to everything that I was saying, and it's just prioritize. I've said this so many times to my friends, to my family, and now to you guys. Do what makes you happy. And sometimes people view that as selfish. They view it as, oh my gosh, why is she taking time for herself versus going to dinner with me? Or why is she going to this place without me? Like, sometimes you need alone time. Sometimes you need time with other people. Like, do what makes you happy. Now I recognize that that's easier said than done. I get it. I'm human. I do the same thing. And sometimes I tell myself these tips and I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to actually do that? Like, I don't have time to do stuff that makes me happy. I have stuff that I have to get done. Change your perspective. That's my last tip is change your perspective on what you're doing. So this morning I got a text because I was complaining. I'm in an accounting class and it's the worst class in the entire world. Sorry if anyone's really into accounting or loves accounting or whatever. It is so hard. It's caused me more stress than I've had in my entire college career. And it's just, it's a pain in the butt to do. I'm like, why am I doing this right now? And I get so stressed out about it. And I got a text this morning from someone close to me and they were like, think of it as you are so fortunate to be even getting an education. You're learning something new. You're being taught a life skill. You are fortunate enough to pay to go to school, that you're living in a different state, like you are fortunate. A lot of people don't get this opportunity. And I was like, wow, you're right. Like sometimes you have to take a step back and be like, I'm fortunate to be able to do this. I don't have to do it. I don't have to be in school right now. I don't have to be doing accounting. I don't have to be living where I'm living. I could be somewhere else. 
I am fortunate enough to be living in Colorado, going to an incredible business school. And while yes, accounting is a pain in the butt and it causes me so much stress, it's not the end all be all. And I'm learning something new in the process. I didn't know what an account receivable was until this quarter. Like I didn't. And so you just kind of have to change your mindset when you have gloomy days and um, literally or metaphorically. Like I know today I woke up and got out of bed and I was like, oh, it's raining and it's cold. And like, I'm excited for the fall weather, but I was like, I don't want it to be raining. Like, I don't want to walk to class in the rain. I don't want to have to wear a rain jacket, whatever. Think about it in terms of like, I live in Colorado. We need the rain. Like, if we don't have rain, we have wildfires, you know? Like, you have to kind of change your perspective and see things from a different angle. And I feel like, um, I mean, you can do that every year or every time of year, obviously. But I feel like fall is really that time where you can dig in and look into the rebirth of different things in your life and go from there. So yeah, that's really all I have for you guys at this point. I know that this is kind of a random episode. Um, and once again, I apologize that we didn't have one going up this week. From now on, we're going to be doing one every other week with a couple random ones sprinkled in every now and then. But thank you guys so much for listening. I know it's kind of weird when there's just one of us talking, but I just wanted to pop in and kind of say hi and catch you guys up a little bit. So um, I look forward to talking to you guys next week. I think that we're going to do a question answer um, podcast episode and combined with something else. So we're going to be posting on our Instagram story. Um, so make sure you guys respond to that. We really do look at your feedback and we value your feedback. And um, yeah, so that's at Huga Girls Podcast on Instagram. So H-Y-G-G-E podcast. Oops. Huga Girls Podcast. <laughs> There's a girls in there in the middle. But H-Y-G-G-E Girls Podcast on Instagram and respond to our stories and you could be featured on next week's episode. So once again, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week. Happy October.